Hey there, welcome to the Shannon Roberts Podcast. I am your hostess, Shannon Roberts. Now, it is day 19 of the Fan the Flames challenge, and I realized that I last left you on day 13 of the challenge. This week has certainly been different than last week, where last week was chock full of me feeling like I was firing on all Holy Spirit cylinders, (laughs) and the Lord was moving and healing and delivering and providing words of knowledge and just really walking me into more of his promises and his vision for my life. This week it felt like everything came to a halt when in fact it did not. My emotions and my flesh want to convince me that things were crazy, but even in the midst of that, the Lord has been faithful. Last Friday night, I was at our monthly women's gathering in our home church, and we were having devotion time and fellowship, and we were asked to share prayer requests, and I came up blank. I came up blank because that morning, the Lord had been speaking to me that he has broken me into a new season, that he has broken me into a new place. And I have this vision of my foot being dramatically planted in this promised land, and there was this boom, like a sonic boom rippling from me. And I sensed that the Lord was saying that he's made me ready to bring down the giants. Now, we know from the Old Testament that there were giants in the new promised land that the Lord was leading them into, but they were to take them down. And so in this vision that I was having last Friday morning, the Lord was just speaking to me how the previous seven years have come to a close and they've come to an end. And I could give you a laundry list of the seven years that involved skin cancer, rejection, being violently ill, the threat of breast cancer, having a lumpectomy, then things going wrong, being sick and issues with my marriage, issues with my adult daughter, da, 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 da. I was sensing that the Lord was bringing that season to an end and it was time, it was leveling up, going into this new glory. So I had this on my heart and mind when I was asked if I had any prayer requests. Now, as people started to go around the room and share, I was like, okay, did I miss it? Should I have asked for prayer in a specific area? And the phrase, it as well, came to mind. And that's related to a story in 2 Kings 4. This gal had been promised a son, not something that she was asking for, but she had been promised a son and then the son passed away. And it says, if we start in verse 21, and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. We know how important it is when it appears that something has died, whether it is a marriage, whether it is our health, whether it is a vision or a dream to go to the man of God. And in this case, we go to Jesus. We go to Jesus, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So he said, this is her husband, why are you going to him today? It's neither new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. Then she saddled the donkey, said to her servant, drive and go forward. Do not slacken in the pace for me unless I tell you. And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, look, the Shunammite woman, please run now to meet her and say to her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered again, It is well. This woman knew that her son had passed away, but she trusted that if she could only get to the man of God, that if she could get to him and then bring him back, it would be well. So she was holding on to a promise. She was holding on to the promise that the man of God would be able to revive and ultimately resurrect her son, which he did. And so as I continued to see this phrase playing out in my mind, it is well. I held on to that. I held on to it 
is well. Regardless of the storm, Jesus is with me. Regardless of if the wind is blowing so fiercely that this tree feels like it's going to bend, it won't break. I won't break. You won't break because God is with you and it is well. Father God is for you. This was an encouragement that he was speaking to me, not only that morning, but also yesterday. Yesterday after this past weekend, because wouldn't you know, I then rolled from Friday night and knowing that the Lord had spoken this into me into Sunday where it felt like there was an attack involving my marriage. I felt sick. My adult daughter walked past one of her classmates' vehicles and saw her there deceased in her car on campus. My youngest daughter this morning woke up to go to spin class and drove my car, because she's borrowing my car because her car is down, into a ditch and, you know, messed up my car. So it's just felt like one thing after another. But yesterday morning, the Lord was ministering to me. I was seeking him. I was going to the man of God, trusting that regardless of all this stuff, regardless of these giants, that it is well. It is well in him. And yes, I reached out for prayer on Tuesday with my group that I love very dearly and I'm so grateful for. I reached out to them for prayer and I was praying yesterday morning and the Lord was just really ministering to me, reminding me that he continues to say to me in Isaiah 41, he has chosen me. He has chosen me to be a threshing instrument. He has chosen me to take down the mountains and to bring them to chaff and the wind of his spirit will blow them away. He in Isaiah 31 says that he guards, he protects, he defends, and he will. He will set a feast before our enemies from Psalm 23, verse 5. That's exactly the vision I had with the Lord yesterday while in prayer. He had this huge table, and this table was so long. He was at one end, and I was at the other in the beginning of this vision. And then in a moment, that table was so short, and it was as though I was sitting on top of this table, and Father God was extending to me his bread. He was extending to me his glass of wine, and he was really nurturing me and pouring into me, providing bread and revelation and sustenance, providing wine and his gladness and his joy. His joy is our strength, the word says. The joy of the Lord is our strength. In this place with the Lord, I began to feel healing. I began to get excited again about the vision he had shared last Friday, continued to minister to me. And then he was providing revelation with regard to my husband and revelation with regard to our children and revelation with regard to this retreat that's coming up this weekend that I believe women are going to be touched and blessed by. Revelation as to what's taking place next week as I travel to a revival weekend. And I was resting in this place, allowing him again to extend his bread and sustenance to me, allowing him to extend his wine and his joy and his gladness to me. My encouragement for all of us today is to know that when we walk into that promise, when we break through into that new place, there will be an enemy right there on the other side of that place to test us and try us and see if he can shake us to see if he can still kill and destroy that which the Lord has promised us, that place the Lord has brought us into. Take away that vision the Lord has set before us. We have a choice then. Do we get knocked down and we stay down, which could very well be our habitual default behavior, or do we stand firm? Or do we get back up quickly? Do we get on the other side of that giant quickly, more quickly than perhaps before? Do we then graduate into that place where we're no longer on the defense, 
I know it seems as though so many Christians are on the defense all the time, but now we're on the offense because we're in the promised land. We know that we have been chosen. We know that we have been sharpened. We know that we have been made ready. We know that we are guarded and protected and defended and looked after. So we're now on the offense advancing, advancing into the promise and everything God has for us. And when that giant comes upon us, we take him down. We take him down because God says, We've been prepared for such a time as this. God says we've been prepared for this. Some encouragement for us today. Allow others to pray for our protection, our fortification. Share your vision. Share what the Lord has shared with you with trusted individuals and ask them to pray into that vision with you and to believe with you and for you. Don't wallow in the knockdown. Don't wallow there. Get back up. If by default you did return to old habits that aren't helpful and certainly don't lend themselves to advancing in the promise, don't get caught up in shame. Repent, move forward, move on. Rise up from that place and move forward and do not relent from pursuing God. Do not relent from pursuing Him, His passion, and His purpose for your life. One thing that the Lord spoke to me this morning was you may not be perfect, but you are perfect to me. And in your pursuit of my passion and purpose for your life, I am perfecting you. I thought, Lord, there's a lot of peas right there. (laughs) And I always envision him kind of giggling at my, my jokes, my observations. But this is true for you. You're perfect to him. Just like my kids aren't perfect, but they're perfect to me. Just like my husband isn't perfect, but he's perfect for me. And we're passionate about one another. And in your pursuit of God's passion and purpose for your life, He is perfecting you. And that's something to fight for. That's something to stand in the authority that we have in Jesus Christ and fight for, to contend for, and advance, be on the offense in this walk and in this journey. His mercies are new every single morning. His grace is there for us every single day. Know that it is well. God is for you. You are chosen. He will set a feast before you in front of your enemies and he will feed you and nurture you and give you that wonderful glass of wine and even anoint you. All we have to do is surrender our mind and allow it to be renewed to God. Repent of any behavior contrary to his word and to his promises and then advance. Advance in Christ's confidence, trusting what he has said, holding on to his word, holding on to his promise, holding on to him. I read in Acts today that God doesn't need anything. This is true. He may not need anything. He does desire our passionate pursuit of him, and he does desire to pour out his fire upon us. And I believe as we continue forward in this Fan the Flames challenge over the next several days, we have like 32 days leading up to Pentecost, He's just going to pour out more the more we pursue him. And then he's going to pour out more on that day of Pentecost and beyond. And so that's my prayer for you today, that you will continue to passionately pursue him. Persist no matter what. Take down those giants. Keep moving forward. Keep advancing into the promises and trust that the Lord has you. He loves you and he is with you. I pray that this was a blessing to you. If it was, feel free to reach out to me. You can email me. Shannon, S-H-A-N-O-N, at riseupdevotions.com, and I would love to stand in prayer with you. Take care. God bless.